little 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 tip for anybody who's looking to make their mic go from like 10% quality to 100% quality just talk closer to it. It's the most common mistake that I see is that people just simply do not talk close enough to their mic. I mean, the farther away you go, the less of that like rich low end you get. And as I bring the mic closer, la 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 la, you now get that rich podcasty warm low end. Welcome back to Oh My Pod. I'm Justin. And I'm Celine. And today we are going to be giving away some gold, some mm-hmm. podcast gold for free, as always. Yep. It's going to be the ultimate tech toolkit for a video podcast. So that includes equipment and software, pretty much everything that we use to run this show. Yeah, because I remember actually we have talked about like the essentials in like one of our first episodes, but yeah, like equipment and stuff. Yeah, but we actually kind of change our minds now. <laughs> yeah, so, we've, up, we've um, updated and upgraded. Yeah, exactly. So now we both have actually new mics than when we started podcasting. Yeah. And um, so now we're giving away the secrets. I don't know. little update on us. We're getting ready to go back to Italy on October 7th. Oh, but yeah. This will but whenever. Be out. Yep, exactly. I was just going to say this whenever this comes out. <laughs> we're are we going to be there um but, i think this comes out in december so yeah so we're gonna have been there for a long time yeah maybe we can make this come out earlier I, i'm sure we can we can throw it in somewhere yeah because this is super relevant right now like i really want i want everybody to download this i've already this is a this is a, a free like not ebook but a free like pdf lead magnet thing that i created and i've already had tons of downloads on this and really good feedback so i really hope that people listening actually download this Mm -hmm. literally the most concise thing ever it's just a bunch of links and a bunch of things that we use let's just get into it um starting with equipment the mic that celine is using the sure mv7 is a lot like the sm7b that you see on joe rogan or diary of a ceo or whatever every single podcast in-person podcast where the production value is super high the sm7b is the go-to microphone yeah but for the average person, the SM7B is just too expensive and way, way too, too high quality for what people actually need. The only reason I bought the SM7B is that I could also record my vocals for singing for my songwriting career. Had I not been doing that, I would never have spent the extra 400 or $500 to buy this microphone. I just would have bought the MV7. So... Of course, I'm going to recommend likes the fancy stuff. Like he likes fancy I do like fancy equipment. audio equipment. Okay. Because I just wanted to say, that's actually not true because you were actually trying to convince me to get that one too. And I was like, heck no. Right. Well, I thought it would make us look good. <laughs> Better if we like, had it the It would make one. us look like pros if we both had that mic. So, but. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, but you also just this... wanted to buy fancy equipment for no reason because you're into that type of stuff. I yeah, guess. True. True. But. Um, but what I would like to ask on that note is if anybody can actually hear a difference between me and him. Well, probably because, well, first of all, it's really hard to compare a male to female voice. So that'd be super hard. But also yeah. we, we do have like different spaces that we're recording in. That's And true. I tend to talk very, very close to the microphone, whereas you have a bit more distance away. Yeah, I don't like touching it with my lips, especially because usually I, I wear makeup and I get it on there and that's not nice little 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 tip for anybody 
who's looking to make their mic go from like 10% quality to 100% quality, just talk closer to it. It's the most common mistake that I see is that people just simply do not talk close enough to their mic. I mean, the farther away you go, the less of that like rich low end you get. And as I bring the mic closer, la 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 la, you now get that rich podcasty warm low end. And I keep telling people that I keep listening to podcasts and they're like, I don't know why my mic's not working. I have such an expensive mic. I'm like, Mm -hmm. just talk closer to it and you'll get, you'll get exactly what you need. So just a little side tangent. I don't think that usually normal people, quote unquote, which I, I am one of those normal people. Justin is not. Normal people don't hear certain things. You hear stuff, and I don't hear. But anything. they can they can feel it. They can they can feel the the low end. Like the, there's a much there's a richness that you can really feel that with with the low end. That that I've uh, even people know that their audio doesn't sound as good as, for instance, Joe Rogan's, and it's usually because they're just not talking close enough to be totally honest. To, totally honest. Um, but the next I guess. the next piece would be headphones. You need some headphones, and the headphones that I recommend are the same as the ones that I'm wearing, but I have the high-end version. So mine are about 300 bucks, but the headphones that we recommend are about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's Audio-Technica, just like mine, but rather than the M50X, which is what I have, we recommend the M20X. Again, because you're podcasting, you're not producing music. Producing music requires a much more finessed and nuanced Mm-hmm. frequency yeah. range and and sound understanding so for your podcast you just want to look the part and hear what's going on and for that these are perfect they look great they feel great they sound great perfect correct right? yeah yeah and then if you're watching the video you can see that um, justin has a different mic stand than i do so there's basically a something called a boom arm yeah it's like an holding- arm yeah, it's like an arm holding your microphone. And yeah. then there's um, stands that just stand on your desk. And so you just hold the microphone that way, kind of. Um, Justin would definitely recommend the one that he has. Um, I think yeah, it it's... highly depends on the desk that you have. Mm-hmm. Cause For sure. Some, yeah, because um, what Justin has doesn't fit onto every desk. I think you can make it work anyways. Right. I just I just like this because no matter how I feel like sitting or how far away I am or whatever, I'm not limited by my microphone stand. I did mm-hmm. choose to to buy a more expensive stand, a more high-end stand, somewhere around $100. But again, keep coming back to that I don't just podcast. Like I also do music. Everything needs to be perfect for that. So in that sense i'm just really trying to create a i was trying to create a toolkit here that is exactly what someone needs and no more so this will not like break your bank essentially so the 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 stand that's linked here is again a, a stand that's more affordable and uh the next piece would be some studio foam so i don't currently have foam in my room here but i do have carpet on the floor I have a sound uh, diffuser behind me and I've got a bed as well in this room, which makes a big difference for soaking up the sound. And so I don't need foam, but I have, we have clients who record in a very empty room with no soft surfaces, hard floor, hard ceiling, hard walls, obviously nothing on the walls, nothing to soak up any of the sound. And it sounds like they're inside a toilet paper roll. Like it's, it's not good. 
And one of the best things that you can do is to get something like some studio foam just to soften the walls and give the sound a bit more space to get trapped in before it bounces back off. It's not going to completely fix the problem, but that along with a rug underneath you and honestly like a soft chair or a few pillows in the room, or if you really aren't figuring it out, I mean, you can even like hang blankets or stuff. I've done all kinds of things. I've recorded in closets. Obviously, that's not so good if you're doing video, but there's a lot of strategies that you can use. But the simple one, also, if you have a room that sounds okay, already has like a maybe a bed or a couch, then the studio foam can make a huge difference and can really improve the sound. Yep, definitely. I think there were one or two episodes that we recorded when we were moving out of our old apartment and it was right. empty already. Everything was You could definitely hear out. that. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was so much worse. I couldn't yeah, believe you could how hear... much worse it was. Oh yeah, it was crazy. And it wasn't even fully empty. It was just way more empty than when we, we sold were our couch is mainly the thing. Yeah, I think the couch was gone. We had like a huge couch that was a big Yeah. That soaked up a lot of sound. But let's move on to software. So um, now that we've covered like that's all the equipment that you need to run a podcast seriously oh, yeah. a so a solo podcast online that's all you need you don't need anything more than that oh one more thing actually that i want to say mm-hmm. the microphone that i have you can buy it with that little stand up mic stand with a tripod oh i did not think of the word that's okay, okay. A tripod a tripod um or you can buy the version without the tripod so if you already know that you're not going to use a tripod but you're going to buy a boom arm just get the mic without the tripod because it's going to be cheaper it's like 30 or 40 bucks less yeah yeah and that that can literally be difference. your boom arm yeah yeah like yeah I there's no point agree. in getting it if you don't need it yeah so for software the first one that we have is for virtual interviews so that's a piece that you need to figure out right away at the beginning. Where are you going to record your interviews? Zoom mm-hmm. works for some people. I just think that there's better alternatives to Zoom when it comes to recording podcasts. I think that Zoom is great for obviously like online calls and everything like that and meetings. But when it comes to actually recording the podcast, I think that something like Riverside is a better alternative. You get a higher uh, recording quality, you get separate tracks for video and audio for your guest and for the host and you get recording on the client side so even if the quality goes to complete you know garbage then you're still getting a good source recording because the person's camera on their laptop and their audio in their laptop is what's actually being recorded so you get great audio files and great video files kind of no matter what so Mm -hmm. that would be go-to for virtual interviews then celine do you want to go for the copywriting um, yeah, the copywriting, I think we've, we've done a whole interview actually with the guys that came up with PodSqueeze. Yes, PodSqueeze we can, is a we can link that. AI copyright yep. writing software. We really like PodSqueeze and we have, um, we tried pretty much all the copywriting tools, AI tools that came out and that have gotten better over this last little stretch of time. Yeah. We recently just retried a lot of the ones that we tried a while back. And I still have to say that Pot Squeeze is by far my favorite one Um, for multiple reasons. Some of them are that you can actually go in there, edit whatever it comes up with. But not just that, you can also tweak it. For example, you can say, 
make this more casual, make this it's more Chat whatever. Yeah. Exactly. But it's all built in, and that's just fantastic. But PodSqueeze, like we should clarify that PodSqueeze, you, you literally just drop your full episode audio file into PodSqueeze, and it gives you a full transcription, summary, timestamps, titles, everything. It gives you all of pretty much all of the copywriting you need, and it gets you about 80 to 90% of the way done, whereas... And then the yes. la- the last like ten or twenty percent should still be humanized. That's why we use. Yeah. Also gives you also gives you uh, captions for social media posts and quotes. Yeah. And that's why we use PodSqueeze alongside a copywriting team because it doesn't quite get the titles as tight as I would like. They're still they still seem very AI, and titles obviously are like a science within like head like writing headlines is like a science, and so humans are still going to be far superior at that mm-hmm. at least for now the episode that we did with uh the owners of that tiago and joao are that's episode 18 and that goes into into depth about pod squeeze mm-hmm. uh and if you want to use we actually have an affiliate link with them so if you download pod squeeze or not download it if you go to to the the link within this uh ebook that i made you can click on that link and you'll get 10 percent off uh of that as well so um, yeah, and again, all of this can be found on this ebook that will be linked below. Please download that and uh, mm-hmm. get as much from it as you possibly can. Uh, the next one would be hosting. So, where to host your podcast? You can't just you can't just post a podcast to Spotify the way that you can like post a picture to Instagram or post a video to YouTube. You have to use some kind of verify verified third party, and for that we would recommend using Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is just like all the other ones, Libsyn, Anchor, all that stuff. But Buzzsprout is just so simple and we had no problems with it the entire time that we used it. We actually ran our whole business through Buzzsprout for a long time. We ended up moving to a different platform that's more built for agencies like us. But if I had to run a podcast independently again, I would absolutely use Buzzsprout. It's really, really cheap too. It's like 16 bucks a month for like unlimited hosting. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I would. Yeah. It's really good for sure. There's even things now that I liked better about Buzzsprout yeah. than what we're currently using. I agree. I missed some but, elements yeah. of it. Yeah. The analytics are super yeah. easy to see and. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's easy to use for sure. Yes. Yeah. It makes it very much easier for somebody that does not know a ton about how the distributing part works of podcasting. Definitely. I think as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the last one here that we have is the scheduling social media content platform that we use, which is Later. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people have already heard about this. Um, tons of people use this, businesses, influencer, but we also use it for our social media content from our podcast. This is super nice because you can schedule everything ahead of time. at the same time yeah. and ahead of time. So basically... What you can do is just go in and create 30 posts for the next 30 days and you can schedule them to whatever social media that you want because it it really links to everything like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, like everything. Yeah. And write all the so captions. So that's super, and super neat. The, the, you can write yeah. all the ca- captions, you can tag the place, you can... Um, and you can choose whenever you want to post it. It also allows you now to post carousel posts, which prior to this didn't really work. The only caveat, and the only, yeah, I was just gonna, say, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> the the only caveat with that is that um, 
you you can't tag people as collaborators. So you can't tag people at all, actually. So no, you can't. Tag oh, you people. can't tag people. Okay, well, you can't tag people yeah. as collaborators. So you can't. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what you were thinking about? You cannot tag people in reels. You can tag people elsewhere. Right. But you cannot tag them in reels and you cannot invite people as collaborator. But I think that's because the co- collaboration thing is quite new to Instagram even. So I think they just haven't catched up yes, yet. You gotta, Caught you, up. You've got to go in and actually um, manually tag the people. So that can be a bit annoying. But uh, but it's just, I mean, it also forces you to then go onto social media and do a bit of like engagement yourself, which is also good anyways. So I think it's it's not a big deal. Uh, you can just like set no. set yourself a reminder on the days that you have it scheduled for and then just go in and do it. There's actually three more things, though. That wasn't the last one. There's another page after. Do you see oh, it? Oh, I thought that was a different... No, there's there's a oh. there's another software page. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's, so there's three more uh, things that we'll talk about before we um, hop off here. The... The first thing here is is ChatGPT. Like, obviously, this is going to be really good for your for your podcast in a few ways. One of the main ways is that you can upload your entire podcast transcript from any given episode, and you can ask it to pull like quotes, or you can ask it to pull uh, like a good infographic post or carousel post. You can t- uh, ask it to turn this episode into a blog post. There's a whole bunch of things you can do with ChatGPT that I'm I'm sure I mean I I'm not an expert at it but there's people who have completely mastered ChatGPT that just I can't even believe mm-hmm. what they can get out of it. So I would highly recommend uh, using ChatGPT in some form for your uh, for your podcast. And then for the clips, uh, we used Veed.io. I didn't use it very much, but Celine, you used it, and what did you think of it? Um, so yeah, so basically we used this, we tested it out for a little bit. We're not currently using it anymore because we have professional video editors that are capable of using more advanced and like, yeah, more advanced tools. But for the day-to-day person, I would definitely recommend VDIO because it is actually kind of like a one-stop shop because it does multiple things at the same time. So I actually was forced a while back, like months ago, to edit video clips myself because we had um, a problem with our video editors. And um, and I ended up using iMovie to clip the video clips. Then I used the script to caption mm-hmm. them. And I didn't add any stock images or videos. Whereas Veed.io, you clip in there, you get stock image already images already in there that you can just pop in or even stock video and it also does the um the subtitles and so it's literally everything in one yes and you can add the music music that you can also add to kind of give it some more personality so we really want to um advise you to use that because it's one subscription for all those things rather than having a ton of different subscriptions for all of these features that you would use to make very cool video clips for your podcast totally and yeah, because you would need an editor, then Descript for subtitles, and then you would also need. And then I don't know where footage. you would get stock there, footage there's different, for. Yeah, there's different subscriptions and stuff that people use. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if Descript also lets you clip. I really don't know Descript at all. I mean, it does probably let you, but it's not nice to use. Yeah. 
yeah i've never i've never tried it before um the and then the last one is just calendly it's just a uh for your scheduling so scheduling interviews yeah. and sometimes even even what we've done a couple of times is you can even schedule a little pre-interview call so you meet them you know a week or a couple of weeks before your interview just to like we had talked about on a previous episode to kind of break through some of that first meeting awkwardness that you really don't want captured on your episode. So, but anyways, off that's off topic. Calendly is going to be a good way to, or any calendar platform, just so that you have something that you send to them with a link that can then send automatic reminders because you really don't want people missing an interview. That's it's just terrible. Um, so yeah, I will, we'll link this entire thing with all of the links and everything so that you don't, so you don't, you know, mishear something and go find something completely different. And you can download this and you can use everything here. And this is a list that we've made through trial and error. So the only, only things that made it on this list are the things that we actually found super useful and valuable. We didn't add anything on here. That's not amazing. So hopefully this is useful Correct. to you. Go ahead and download it. Leave us, uh, leave us like a, I don't know, an email or something. If you really loved it, I would, I always love feedback, but you don't have to, you can just enjoy it and stay completely silent and we'll never hear from you. (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you for listening. Yep. And we'll have, we have no idea when this will come out, but whenever it does, we hope you enjoyed it. Surprise. Surprise for everybody involved. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, bye. Okay, so you made it this far, which means you probably found something or learned something valuable from this. So don't be selfish. Please share it with somebody else so that they can learn something from it too. That's all we ask for all this free content. We're trying to build a community and help as many people as possible do better in podcasting, make better podcasts, get more from their podcasts in less time. That's our goal here. And if you want to support that goal, then just click the link and send it to one person who you know would love you for it.